Welcome, pals, to SP 145, our Deadpool 2 spoiler cast. I'm one of your hosts for today, Chris Sampson. I'm Andy Carasquillo. And Andy, what happened to Stan and Ryan? Uh, I guess the Phantom Zone got them. The Phantom Zone. Oh, it's it's uh, ever pervasive. Maybe, maybe it was the DC Universe. Yes, the DC Universe ate them, so. They'll be back. They've all grim dark, and we'll have to induce some Marvel levity. But no. But yeah, speaking of Marvel, well, not exactly Marvel. I mean, it's produced by Fox, but still a Marvel property in, in a way. Deadpool two now. Woo! So, uh, you and I watched this, and. First thoughts, because this we, we even when we were setting out, we didn't even chatter or like you know shoot the shit about what we thought. But uh, what do you think of it? So okay, let's give my initial thought, like before I saw the movie versus after I saw the movie. So I kept hearing these things on like how amazing this movie was and like how good it is and funny and all this other shit and all of that. Brought my expectations to an all-time low. Because I was like, hold on, if all these people think that this movie is amazing, it might be garbage. Because <laughs> uh, a lot of people have bad opinions. But this movie was fucking amazing. Yes, yes. Okay, so hot take. Was this film just as good as the first one? Or oh, better, I think it was way or... better. Way better? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... I would probably have to marathon the first one and the second one because I I haven't seen the first one like since it first came out in like February twenty fifth no twenty sixteen I'm sorry um, I, th- I I saw it twice in theaters but I haven't watched it since or I, I didn't watch it before I saw Deadpool two yesterday but I definitely I'm definitely in the camp where it's just as good. I have to rewatch it again, but this movie was so much fun. Well, the only thing that that makes this movie a little bit better is, in my opinion, um, Deadpool's established. It's the established who Megasonic Teenage Warhead is. It's established who Colossus is, and we don't have to go through this like origin story. So there's less exposition and more. Let's so just get now to the it's fun. just more of like, yeah, basically we're we're like at this point and we're seeing what the fuck Deadpool's up to and what goes down in his life and some crazy shit. Yeah, and uh, there's like some great callbacks to the first film um, where I, on a macro level, it's yes, yes is a over the top silly action comedy uh but it's also a surprising genre twisting film so like the first one is definitely a love story wrapped up in deadpool action craziness and this one's a uh i mean i mean it's very tongue-in-cheek and you know it's also an exposition of the film but this is set up as a family film this is set up as uh, a story about a bunch of individuals who are outcasts who try to find meaning and belonging as uh, not uh, as like making f- f- uh, friendships as family. So specifically with X Force and specifically with uh, Deadpool establishing these relationships, especially because in the beginning of the film, spoilers, um, uh, Mer- uh, Marina Baccarin as Vanessa, his longtime girlfriend and fiance uh eats the dust right at the beginning of the film so we so we find that deadpool is in this weird existential wasteland and he's trying to figure out how to go on with life and he does so by finding family and friendship between uh the x-men and the x-force and specifically with this kid um, Fire Fist or Russell. Sorry, I had to cough. That was gross. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so... 
Uh, that's basically the gist of the story. The story is that, like, Wade wants to save Russell, whereas Cable wants to kill him. Yes. Uh, uh, so, uh, Josh Brolin, uh, just, like, actually, we were, um, me and our friends were musing about this. Like, Josh Brolin has three movies coming out, like, back to back to back. Uh, what's the third movie? Like, so he, so, like, what, two weeks ago, he he was in Adventures of Infinity War. This week... He's in um, Deadpool 2, and then next week, he's in the Sicario uh, sequel. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that when I saw the the yeah. trailer for that. Yeah, it's like all of his movies come, came out in like one month or something like that, so it's crazy. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is Cable's first time film appearance, um, and his uh, his plot arc is... Um, in this post-APOC future, um, Russell, uh, who, who's, who lived in this really abusive orphanage run by a crazy guy, um, who's very anti-mutant and who would torture him and a bunch of other, uh, or kids at the orphanage, um, Julian gets unhinged and kills uh, the orphanage uh, leader, and gets a taste for killing, and basically kills Cable and his family. So Cable's going back in time to kill Julian. Um, and Julian Russell. Russell. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Russell. That's his name. I don't know why, why I said Julian. Uh, <laughs> um. So I thought Josh Brolin made a very very excellent cable i know there was a bunch of other people who were slated or or slated or auditioned for the role uh including brad pitt um uh steven steven lang uh the hardcore commando dude from the first avatar movie um but what you thought about josh brolin as cable i think he plays an amazing cable uh, his performance was excellent, and it, it's fucking Cable. Like, yes. Cable's awesome. Yeah. Well, so, uh, Andy, are, are you a huge Cable fan in the in the comics? Uh, uh, I I basically know Cable from like the like the times he showed up in the X Men animated series and like the odd issue of like X Force. Like I used to pick up back in the day. But I've done... I'm still a noob. I I know a little bit about Cable. Uh, not too, too much, but, like, where he comes from, and, uh, I don't, I don't know what fucking time period he comes from, so that's, it's a whole different other story, but I know a little, a little bit about Cable, um, I do like him as a character, and I like his relationship with Deadpool, and I think that it was, like, really, really awesome to see on the big screen. And, um, I think, I, I think the, the effects team did such an incredible job with Cable's, like, prosthetics, uh, I mean, there was, I love, like, also the advertising where, like, that one trailer where Deadpool's making fun of, like, the green screen, it's like, what, this wasn't edited in yet, but I think <laughs> the end result was really cool, like, his, his cybernetic arm and his, his, his body looked great, and, uh, just all the crazy, like, hi- like him raising that psionic shield, or, or his weapons, like, have like gravity tethers to his back, and it, it was just like holy shit, like it was, it was very interesting, and um, I didn't really know this. I always knew Cable to be, uh, you know, this like a, a very, very. Kyle Reese like soldier, a super soldier from the future. He has his robotic arm and he has lots of guns. And because this is the 90s, lots of shoulder pads and buckles. <laughs> um, but um, uh, eventually, uh, eventually, Marvel established uh, as canon and continuity that um, Cable is Nathan Summers, so the son of Cyclops and Jean Grey. And he's this super powerful, um, like, 
I'm not sure if he's alpha or I, I think he's an alpha level uh, um, mutant, and he has a very powerful uh, telekinetic and psionic powers. Uh, but the reason why you don't really see that a lot in comics, and you don't really see it in this movie, is because um, Cable's infected with this techno organic virus. So that's the reason why his arm and part of his shoulder is all metal. Uh, and also like the reason why uh, like he, he has like a glowing eye. Um, so the reason why he uses guns and strategy as opposed to his mutant powers is because his mutant powers are on all the time, subconsciously in the background, to keep the techno-organic virus from spreading throughout this entire body. Which I thought was really cool. And um, I, I found out about it through the excellent podcast geek history lesson um they i think it was like a week and a week and a half ago they they released an episode about cable um in lieu of deadpool 2 so that was a cool really cool thing i learned about cable yeah cables i mean cable's a really awesome guy um and i don't know he just he just speaks to me he looks so fucking cool it's there's not too much more to say he uses big ass guns He's way cooler than his father. <laughs> yeah. Father's Fuck a push Cyclops. Over Cyclops. Uh, he obviously <laughs> took over his, uh, took on his mom's side of things. But yeah, so so Cable's a big player um, because Cable is huge uh, with X-Force and Deadpool 2 is just as much about Deadpool's uh, existential st- crisis uh, as well as the formation of x-force and uh andy uh how familiar are you with x-force have you have you read a lot of it about it or no i've i've read bare minimum okay me me too but um x-force just i think it just encapsulates everything that's great about like 90s gritty comics it's just like it's just they just, they just, it just goes grim dark. It's like the special, especially special ops team. Um, yeah, you, you have like main members like Domino and Cable and uh, Deadpool. And then you have like even Wolverine with that badass oh, black and gray uh, Deadpool costume. So, oh um, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. So uh, with X Force, I, dude, I was not expecting them to die so quickly <laughs> and it was great i was reading there were dude when all right so when i saw them like flying in and one died i was like oh that sucks one of them died and then another dies and then another and another and then the one guy without superpowers lives and <laughs> well, I'm like for, for a couple yeah, of minutes at least he lived and then <laughs> he dies oh peter <laughs> um yeah, uh, apparently um, this was also a nod to another X-Force comic. Uh, there was, uh, what's his name? Oh, Bill Skarsgård, who plays Zeitgeist, um, the the mutant who could spit acidic venom or acidic, uh, acidic venom. Um, he had a tattoo that read like 115, and that was the issue number of an X-Force comic called, um, I think, was, I think the issue of it was called, like, X-Farce, and Zeitgeist also appeared in that comic, and it was basically the same thing, where, like, a, a new roster of X-Force assembled, and then on their first mission, they all died. It's like, that's great. <laughs> you... <laughs> it's, it's weird, because I didn't even yeah, know it was, that was, was like, I didn't know either. It's like, I don't know, I'm told I was reading up a book. That is that is Pennywise. <laughs> so, um, and then and then you had Terry Crews as Bedlam, and he did. I mean, yo, I really wanted. Oh to. my god, yeah. I thought it was gonna be badass. I was like, yo, this is gonna be so cool seeing Terry Crews part well, off with the funny Deadpool, thing, cause, like, and then he dies. Because um, the the directing team, they intentionally filmed extra scenes with X Force. Just to like throw the fact, throw people <laughs> off the fact that they they died like in the first five seconds. Like, that's that's just classic. That's classic Deadpool production. That's I, I yes, it was it was great. <laughs> I loved Peter's interview. Like, do you have any powers? No. <laughs> no. 
Uh, I just saw the advertisement. I thought this would be really fun. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> his, his, uh, his headshot looks nothing like him. Oh, yeah. Not at all. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And then, um, I, I loved how Fox set up a, a fake or like a, well, real world fake, but in like an in-world Twitter account for Peter and how Peter was tweeting about Did like, they his, really? his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, and um, they also tweeted uh, a photo of him assembling with X Force. Like, that's so awesome. I mean, just, just like in classic, like just everything about Deadpool marketing was just so amazing and on point. Like you had like Peter having his own Twitter account. You had, you had like Celine Dion's music video with Deadpool and high heels dancing. Oh, I listen. I loved every fucking bit of the music. Yes. Like, anytime, no, oh my god, Juggernaut's theme. They Holy could play the balls. weirdest fucking music. Dude, I love that. I love the orchestral Juggernaut song where it just says holy shit balls the entire time. And, um, and even the, like, just, like, they're just like the weird meta humor. It just permeates everywhere. Like, um, like the, you know, like, like the ongoing gag where, just Deadpool makes fun of Wolverine and and um, Hugh Jackman any chance it gets. I was looking at the credits and they used one of the soundtrack score songs from Logan in Deadpool. <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, yes, that's awesome. It's really funny because um, I went with my friend who didn't see uh, Logan, so the opening scene where he has like. The Logan the, statue the box. where he's dead. My friend looks at me and he's like, is that how Wolverine died? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no going around that. Uh, I had no fucking clue that the Juggernaut was going to be in this movie. Yo, like, I didn't either. And there were some... Like, I had a feeling... Because when... Uh, it's like, like, like Deadpool, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, foreshadowing. So there's this, this loud booming... So I was like, huh, I mean, it could be Juggernaut. And I was like, no, I mean, they already used Juggernaut. So it might have been something else. And I couldn't, I couldn't really think of, or think of anyone else who could do that. Like, like just bang really loudly. Maybe, maybe like the blob or something like that. But that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's the blob. But then I found out it was Juggernaut and I was like. What the yeah. fuck? And I think that I was, was not a, ready for this. I think it was just a smart choice. It was even crazier. Um, Ryan Reynolds actually did like the mocap and the voicing for Juggernaut as well. Did he really? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, but like, and, and the, it, if you look through the credits, Juggernaut is credited as himself, but Ryan Reynolds actually did the voicing and, and like 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 the facial mo- mocap for it. It was like that's awesome. Ryan Reynolds plays Deadpool, he plays himself, he plays Juggernaut. That's awesome. Yo, uh, this movie is just too, too amazing. It's too good. Um, so, I guess, what what were your favorite moments, or favorite, favorite gags uh, from the film? Uh, so, one of them was when Fire Fist first, like, sees Deadpool like the very first time and he like shoots Deadpool through the building and then Deadpool like signs the the cereal box Ryan Reynolds <laughs> uh, uh, fun fact about that particular scene um do you do you watch Legion the TV show okay so apparently that kid eating the cereal uh he appears on Legion oh that was the <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's fun fact. Yeah, like he plays like the younger version of a kid uh, or a, a character that's who, pretty cool. who appears on Legion, and it's like, oh, that's cool. I I I haven't watched. Yeah, I haven't watched Legion before. I need to get around to yeah, it. Yeah, hear a lot of good really things great, about Legion. Things about it, but uh, I like the. I mean, the my all time favorite scene. Like the movie was great, but it it was like a, a delicious ice cream sundae. But then like the mid credit scene was just another sundae on oh, top of that yeah. sundae, where oh uh, it's just just uh 
again, like if you're listening to this and you you haven't seen it, why? Just spoilers, spoilers. So, um, uh, so at the end of the film, um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Yukio repair, um, Cable's uh, time travel device, and they give it the, the Deadpool, and they're like, "What have we done?" And then Deadpool is just going through time. Uh, he like he saves Vanessa. Um, he, <laughs> and then they, they, they go, he travels to the X-Men Origins Wolverine universe and kills his, kills that version of Deadpool. And they just use, they, they used like old, old footage and re-edited it. And then he kills, then he kills Ryan Reynolds, who's reading their Green Lantern script. And it's like, yes, this is like the ultimate vindication and I could not stop laughing. It was just so good. It's funny because the minute, um, the minute Deadpool showed up in the the X Men Origins uh, scene, and he was like, "Hey, Logan, I'm just trying to clean up the universe." I was like, "Is he gonna kill himself for uh, for um, Green Lantern and then rest ashore?" Of course, he did. Yes, it was like it was so good, um, and I just fu- I found it really funny that um, just Deadpool plays with the timeline in that way, and it's it's such a Deadpool thing to do. Um, another example of how it does that, or it just doesn't give a fuck about continuity, where like all the X Men gags, where one it like references like, jokes to. Patrick Stewart's uh, Charles Xavier, like he's going around the wheelchair. He has Cerebro. Uh, at the same time, you have the 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 newer X Men uh, show up in a cameo, and like Beast, like close to the door, you can see Quicksilver and like Young Beast and Young uh, what's his name, Young Charles, uh, or the fact that they travel to X Men Origins Wolverine, or the or the fact that they have lo- the Logan verse, like the the baller, uh, the the toy at the beginning. Is Deadpool like, it's just so... doesn't give a shit. He's in all the universes. Exactly, um, I love it. So, do you know anything about like Deadpool's different costumes? Um, I only know his OG costume and his his X Force, uh, black and gray costume, which they did a great nod to. Um, at, at, in the third act where. Uh, Fire Fist blast uh, Deadpool like like point blank, and his sh- his suit is all charred, so it looks like black and gray. It's like oh, holy shit! So I I love that. That was so. There's also like another nod to a different X Men uh to a different um Deadpool costume. Is that when he was wearing the X Men trainee T shirt? Yeah, that's yeah. actually like the nod to it. Um, so Deadpool's X Men costume is all blue with, like, everything that's black on Deadpool is yellow. And, um, so when Colossus threw him the the trainee shirt, I thought it was, like, the X-Men Deadpool costume, but then it wasn't. And then I saw the X-Force nod, and I was like, oh, this is better! It's dope. It's like, it was really dope. Um, yeah, speaking of the training, I love that gag, and I loved how, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead was, was upgraded to full X-Men status, and I, I know, I know X-Men is, you know, well, I mean, dis, is, the rights are to Fox, or the rights are, uh, wow, I can't talk, uh, the rights are gonna go back to Disney soon, and I know Dark Phoenix is the, the last slated, um, x-men title under their banner before it goes back officially to disney but i i really really want to see an x-men movie or maybe like a new mutants movie or something where uh negasonic has like a uh i mean i love her and i i think she's great as a supporting character but i want to see her in a more main character role along with yukio i feel like yeah i feel like that this um at least the Deadpool universe. I don't. I don't really care for like if they reboot the the X Men 
But, like, all the characters that are casted in Deadpool, I think they should keep that entire cast. I think it's perfect, and uh, Disney, Disney should definitely not try to, like, fuck that up or, like, reboot it. For sure, for sure. Um, and... I th- yeah, and I think I think what in whatever form it will be under Disney, I think Disney's smart enough to not step on the toes of the of like the creative control of like these of like uh, of Ryan Reynolds and uh, the original writers because um, they know that Deadpool works as, in a particular formula in a particular tone. And, and I, I think especially, I think Disney Marvel has shown like they like spent like uh, shown like yeah just let people do their own vision like they let people they let James Gunn do his thing with with Guardians and they let they they hired on and trusted Taika Watiti and you know Guardians and Thor Ragnarok and all the cosmic stuff in the MCU is like some of the most fun movies in their slate so I feel like. They'll still give them a lot of that autonomy. Um, oh, so speaking of fun cameos, uh, like we mentioned, like Brad, uh, Brad Pitt, um, he was supposed to be, or well, he was in line to be Cable, but then um, there was some production woes or like or some some conflict, and he couldn't do it anymore. But Brad Pitt actually. He cameos as Vanisher. He's one of the X Force members. Oh, was that Brad Pitt? Yeah, Brad Pitt was the invisible guy. It's like, it's like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, and uh, Matt Damon and Alan Tudyk also show up. Uh, they were the pair of rednecks talking about uh, talking about toilet paper, and uh, and uh, um, Alan. Uh, Apparently, that whole conversation was inspired by one of the writers. It was like it was like a like a, a weird monologue written by one of the original writers of the script, and they just added it into the movie just just because. Um, and you, uh, Matt Damon had so much makeup, like or prosthetics, you couldn't really recognize him. Um, some other cameos. Um, I think I think that was it for cameos. Um unless I unless did you notice anything? Um uh, trying to see. No, I think that was it actually. There wasn't much. I mean there's there's a lot of like any comedy movie there's a ton of jokes and I didn't think that this movie was going to be as long as it was and I'm glad it was. Did not feel like sometimes comedy movies feel a little draggy cuz it's like or I get to the point, like, I get it's a comedy movie, but, um, but this movie, like, balance out comedy and, and action, and it's just a really fun movie. Uh, there is a lot of nods, well, there's one, it happens multiple times, nods to, um, Deadpool seeing Lady Death. So every time Deadpool wants to see Lady Death, he has to kill himself. And that's what we find, like, recurring in this movie. So he keeps, like, killing himself, or, like, whenever he dies, it shows us him going to his girlfriend. And I I think that was a nice nod to, like, the Lady Death, um... Like, the, uh, Lady Death relationship between... Deadpool and his girlfriend, like, it, it was interesting, um, trying to think of something else I wanted to talk about, I can't remember it, it'll come to me eventually, <laughs> it's all good, um, let's see, just some other, like, nice, like, jabs and gabs, um, um, there's uh, a little, uh, uh, there's like a couple of references to the Goonies, which I really enjoyed. Um, so early on in the film, Deadpool calls 
Cable One-Eyed Willie. Uh, and actually, Josh Brolin's one of his first films was in the Goonies as the he was like the the jock older brother. Um, and I didn't even know he was in the Goonies. Yeah, 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 he was. Um, and so I thought that was really funny. And later on, I think it was after I think it was after he was ripped apart, or it was like it was one of the it was one of the scenes where. Uh, he wasn't in the Deadpool costume, but uh, Deadpool was wearing the same Hawaiian T-shirt that Chunk was wearing. As like, oh, oh that's awesome. That's that's when he has like the baby legs, right? Yeah, the baby legs. It's like that's <laughs> yeah. So I love that scene because it's because one, it's it's so. It's like it's it's so jarring. It's it's, full it's of so body fucking horror, weird. Which, which I love it, but I love how long the scene was just to like just just prolong the awkwardness and like the weird. Oh, like, it was so. And one of my favorite parts is where um where he like gets up to shake Cable's hand, and you see just the torso half. And then it zooms out so that it makes sure you see the whole body on these baby legs. So it was so good and so bad, and like, and then and Deadpool does an impression of Basic Instinct. It's like, oh no, <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh. Speaking of prolonged scenes, that last the scene, where he scene died it just... was so fucking long. It's just—it was just so deadpan, and so it's like it's like okay, uh, and then it's like okay, it just keeps going and going and going, and I didn't know if that worked for me because it's like, but I, I I could see why it could be humorous to some people, um, but then all's well ends well because like cable cable just does a Deus Ex Machina and uses time powers to prevent his death, but. Um, yeah, it was still it was still enjoyable. Um, I really like that he calls him Thanos. That was, that was yeah. There's funny. there was a bunch. Yeah, there was a bunch of jokes at the MCU and Disney like um, um, Cable. Or I'm sorry, Deadpool makes fun of Cable's arm. He's like, "Oh yeah, the, your Winter Soldier arm." <laughs> or the fact that um, there was a writing gag throughout the entire film where Deadpool's making fun of the fact that. Um, a song from Frozen is uncannily similar to some other song, and it keeps singing it throughout the entire film. When I, it's funny because uh, when they first played the song in the beginning, I was like, "That sounds exactly like the song from Frozen," and then he mentions it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that was definitely on purpose, but okay." And um, there's also the scene. I don't know why, but this shit had me, like, dying in my seat. Was where, uh, Deadpool asks Cable if he could have one of his guns, and he's like, no, and he's like, it's okay, I got this brick. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, what the fuck are you gonna do with a brick? (laughs) Uh, he goes to work, maximum effort. (laughs) Oh, man, um... And they kept referring to the uh, the orphanage guy as a pedophile. Oh yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> um, it, you can totally get that. But um, I love the actor who plays him. Um, hold on, let me do a quick. Um, he's a very famous British actor. He's appeared in a bunch of. Well, he's appeared. Wow, he's appeared in all the Edgar Wright, uh, Cornetto trilogy films. Um, God. What's his name? Mur, mur, mur. Yes. Uh, so the the warden of the orf- orphanage is played by Eddie Marsan. Uh, so he plays um, he plays uh, one of the uh, he he appears on the Edgar Wright films. He's in uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, Game of Shadows. He plays um, Inspector Lestrade. Uh, he's in V for Vendetta. Mission Impossible Three. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's very a very popular British actor. So I really enjoyed that he was in there, even though he was a super creepy, unhinged character. 
Oh, but it was super funny because they like nonstop just made fun of him and like. I thought it was great. Um, it was it was it was quite choice. A random random rollback to when uh, Peter actually became a part of the X Force. Um, that part where Goobinder comes in and hears that he has no powers <laughs> and he got in and he just it's like, like throws like, the beers. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I uh, I love Dopinder so much in this film. Like he's just he just has like, a taste for blood, and he's just like Mr. Pool. I want to be I want I want to be a contract killer. I want to I want a sense of belonging. Um, and then he gets his wish. In the end, he he kills the warden by running him over the taxi cab. He gets the 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 thirst for blood. Yes. Uh, and he's like, what's your superpower? Courage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so good. It, it reminds me of like Captain America or not Captain Planet. He's like, what's your power? Heart. <laughs> uh, um. Um. So one person we haven't talked about yet. Um. And she has a huge role in this movie and in X Force in general. Uh. Zazie Beats as Domino. Like, I love Domino in this film. She yeah, was Domino badass. was so badass. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie was uh, where they were fighting Cable in the, the, the containment cargo. And, like, she's just pulling off all these badass moves. And Deadpool's like, how are you going to make... Uh, lucky, uh, like the power of luck, look badass in a movie. It's and not she... cinematic, and <laughs> luck is not a superpower. And, and she's like just pulling off flawlessly through this entire time. And she's like, "I'm in." And it's like, what? How? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, just to elaborate on what exactly is whole is her superpower, um, she. She can manipulate probability around herself uh, to make things act in her favor. Uh, so it's like somewhat telekinetic and psionic. Uh, but that's why she refers to it as like having good luck uh, and giving opponents bad luck. Um, so this she can alter probabilities from anything from someone's gun jamming to... Uh, like setting off a Rube Goldberg type of effect where like a, a random object hits another object or switch uh, to shut down or activate something. Uh, and you see this a lot throughout the entire film. And it's just, it, it, uh, just with the, with the tongue-in-cheek nature of the movie, like it really, they, they the special effects team and the choreography, they, they really made this into a really cool effect and plot device. And like Domino is just so badass and... Um, and apparently she's, uh, a huge, she's a significant love interest of Cable, and she's also a very, very prominent member of X-Force, and I think, um, I know there's de definite talks about a Deadpool 3, but I think what's more likely to come out of this is there's gonna be, the next movie is probably gonna be X-Force related. And then after that will be Deadpool three, um, but what do you want to see um, more out of Domino in like future films? I mean, I would definitely want to see her in an in a X Force movie. Um, I think that X Force always looked super badass, and they they like I don't know they just they're fucking cool. <laughs> it's not like uh, the X Men. Where where they have to like, not kill or like, I don't know, take it easy on people. They just like go full on murder, and as seen in this yeah. movie, they do not. Yeah, give a they're, fuck. they they are like mutant black ops. That's what they are, and they're they're awesome. Yeah, and they have a wide variety of characters that they can use to like make up this team. 
Um, current current members of which is weird because uh, Deadpool made jokes about this, but Archangel is actually a current member of the X Force. Oh, really? I didn't know and, that. Uh, <laughs> so is Psylocke, and that would be fucking oh, dope to Psylocke. see Nightcrawler and Wolverine. Um, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get another Wolverine for a while. So, but I like the team that we have right now. Um, if if there's gonna be an upcoming, well, I mean, there, I think there's definitely is gonna be an upcoming X Force movie. Who would be your new roster? Would you keep it? Would you add some people? Uh, I would probably want to add like. Psylocke, I think Psylocke uh, from what was she in Apocalypse? Yes, uh, what's uh, Olivia Olivia Munn? Yeah, I would like to see her come back in that role and uh, come into this like X Force role. Uh, I think she would be pretty badass on this team. What about you? Uh, so I would like to keep um, uh, the the OG roster. I think they, they work really well. Um, especially, I, I would like to, I, I would love to see, uh, Russell, um, uh, uh, as like a full fledged X force member. Um, cause like, um, it would be, I think it would, it would tie a nice, a nice neat circle. Cause, um, there was that one prison scene where, Russell uh, was lamenting, like, yeah, I wanted to be a hero too, but uh, how many plus-size heroes do you see? He's like, oh, well, we'll change that. So Fire Fist can, can be a full-fledged X-Force hero uh, in the next, in the next um, movie. Um, this is going to be... This one's a little bit left field, but apparently um, one of the... One of the things they cut out of the script um, during the X Force uh, recruitment scene was they wanted to get Chris Evans to reprise his role as the Human <laughs> Torch to sign up for X Force, and actually, the Human Torch in Volume Two of X Force, he's he's on the team. So I want Chris Evans to come back <laughs> as the Human Torch um, to uh, to be an to be in um, X uh, the next X Force movie that would have yes that would have been amazing yeah and the thing is I mean the thing is like they could have Fox could have done it in this film because they still had the rights but you know but now they could do it again since Fantastic Four is going back to Disney and and uh, including like Deadpool all these other X Men properties so now you have Chris Evans just showing up and when it, it wouldn't conflict with any rights, so I want I want the OG cast and I want the Human Torch on my X Force team. I mean, I I think it's also hilarious that a lot of um a lot of people that were put on this X Force team um in Deadpool two that all died were actually a part of the <laughs> X-Force at one point. Yeah, like Shadowstar is part of it, and um, Zeitgeist, uh, Bedlam. Bedlam, was, Bedlam has, was a significant member of X-Force, and he's like, <laughs> nope, he, he dead. <laughs> Banisher, um, they had a Pete on their team. It's not Peter, but whatever, it gets the job done. I mean, going going along with the Fantastic Four. I mean, the the thing was also on X Force, so that would be that would be really fun to do too. Dude, if we could get the thing or Chris Evans to reprise his, yeah, I I want that. I really really want that. Or even if we get Michael B. Jordan to reprise that role, y'all, that'd be so dope. That would have been sick. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Michael, both Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans show up, and they're, they're, they're different both universe. It's like, wait, what? How, they have, and they're, and then they have to do, duke it out like Saw style. Like, there's only <laughs> one Human Torch who can join us. I do uh, think that that scene 
and it stuck around for a while when Cable murdered Black Tom. <laughs> and Deadpool kept calling, uh... What's his name? Uh, Cable a racist. There's just so many great jokes in this movie. Try th- oh, man. I'm just like... I, I had this list going through my head, and now that we're talking about it, like I'm kind of blanking out, because there's just so many good scenes. Um, uh, f- so apparently Wolverine has a cameo in the movie, but it's archived Asi- footage. Aside from the mid-credits? Yeah, it's like like actual archive footage. And it's Hugh Jackman. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what that is. I mean, I would really, really love if Hugh Jackman reprises Wolverine in the next Hugh Jackman's movie. not coming back as Wolverine. No, I know. He said the one way he'd come back is if he was put in an Avengers movie. So, oh, okay. That, that would be fucking awesome to see. Yeah. And then Deadpool just walks across this, like the battlefield of like... <laughs> like... like like they're fighting Thanos, and he walks along the streets. Hey, Cable, what are you doing? It's like, like Thanos like gives him a weird look, and then like and like uh, like uses the power stone to like ev- uh, like eviscerate Deadpool. Yeah, I I think it would be really cool if um as much as I don't I don't know if anyone would like it, but I don't give a fuck. I think it would be dope if Deadpool made an appearance in uh the next Avengers movie. I know it's already filmed, but you could do like, I don't know, you could do like a mid credit scene with him or something. Yeah, and because we established already, Deadpool like just bends and breaks rules and timelines and continuity and the fourth wall all the time. So it, it wouldn't be weird at all just to be, just to have Deadpool like show up in the middle of Avengers. Like, oh, it's like, that's great. And they should do it. They should go for broke because Disney owns everything now. Uh, yeah, Disney owns so much, it's insane. And I never thought that I would get to a day where Disney finally got the rights to, like, X-Men and Fantastic Four again. Or Spider-Man, for that matter. For sure. Um, what don't they have? Um, I guess they, they uh, I think after the, this acquisition, nothing's stopping them, uh, on um, I don't think they actually have rights to the Venom movie. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, I think that's act. Uh, I think that's still. I know they already confirmed that the Venom movie is not part of the MCU. Which is, which I think is bullshit because there's been like talks that Tom Holland makes an appearance in this movie. Really? Oh. Yeah. Huh. So I, I. I have no fucking clue. And then again, it's all rumors, so it could be wrong, but... Yeah. And then, you know, IP and licensing and rights is a very difficult... I, I, I do not envy the job of being, like, a movie comic book lawyer just having to, like, deal with, like, all this red tape, when especially when... The production schedules are very tight and stuff. I was trying to see if, like, if Sony, uh, if Disney has anything to do with this movie. But I think it is just straight all Sony. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, one last thing. What what do you want to happen or come out or see for Deadpool 3? Um, because I think definitely X-Force is going to be its, its own movie. I think that's going to be the next one in this slate, in this uh, mini part of the universe. Um, but what... I, I know they're in talks about sequels already. Um, but what do, you want, what do you want to see? Where, where can we go from here? Um, realistically, we can go fucking anywhere. Like, it, there's... There's no, like, direction that any of these can take, um, like, take, uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no direction 
in which these movies have to go. Exactly. And with Deadpool's character, like, you could literally do anything. Like, his next villain, for all we fucking know, could be, like, Galactus. Or maybe Taskmaster. Taskmaster would be really cool to see. Um, but yeah, I, I think it could go anywhere. It's just really up to all the writers. Um, in terms of, like, the emotional core of the movie, um, you know, the first, like we said before, the first story was, like, a love story. This one, this, this one's about a family film or trying to find belonging on a team, on an organization, or a, a makeshift surrogate family. <gasps> you could have... I just thought of a fucking excellent oh, idea. Oh, shoot. Go ahead, before you lose the idea. Oh, I, I would not lose this okay. idea. Go, so go I was ahead. thinking, maybe, like, you know, just... Maybe it's, like, a, it's a few years after this movie where Deadpool actually has a kid, and it's, like, Deadpool Jr., and, like, the, the kid's also a mutant, and um, it, it sounds... I think it sounds, like, very much like The Incredibles, but, like... Like Deadpool and Vanessa um, have to like, like maybe maybe this kid is like an Omega level um, mutant, and and it, we, they have to try to figure out like how to like I don't know maybe maybe some evil organization like Essex or Weapon X or something like steals the baby and he he has to save the baby or I don't know. I, I I want something to do, I, I would like I would really like the the idea of exploring Deadpool as a father and how great a father or ho- how horrible a father he would be and explore that emotional core and then still and try to rope in like X Force and more of the mutants um, around it especially especially fan favorites I love Fire Fist I love Negasonic Teenage Warhead I love Yukio Colossus coming back was was great and like i love like the the deepening friendship and relationship between colossus and deadpool um but yeah something something about deadpool's kid who may at this point could be like like two or three years old and is is i i would love the idea of deadpool's kid as like omega level mutant and it's like this existential threat and everyone has to like and like the movies of like is is people reacting to this revelation and like various crises and conflict that could arise about it or around it. That sounds mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, anyway, your idea. Uh, I would like to see a Deadpool Spider-Man. Yes. Yo. Oh my God. Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland together. Holy shit. Dude, that movie would be so fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your favorite? And it would have to be like a Deadpool versus yes. Spider-Man movie. That's awesome. Like, so what's your favorite Deadpool Spider-Man story or moment from comics or or TV or cartoon? Oh fuck, that's a that's a good mm-hmm. question. Because I, to be honest, I uh, I'm not that. I mean, I know they have a great relationship. But I don't know a lot about it, so I defer to your expertise on that uh give me a second uh trying to get the actual name of the show uh is this it okay so have you ever heard of the show Amazing Spider-Man on Disney yes yes Okay, so there is a crossover episode between uh, Spider-Man and, like, mm-hmm. Deadpool. And Deadpool is this, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent for a hot Oh, hero. really? Yeah, and there's this really hilarious scene where, like, Peter and and uh, Deadpool are fighting each other, but it's in, like, a mental battle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And it's just them thinking of them doing crazy shit so, to outdo the other. So like Sherlock, like like um the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock, where they he imagines fights going on in his head, and then he actually does it. Kind of like that, but the fight 
actually happens in their minds. And, like, when Peter wins in his mind, it comes back to reality and Deadpool's, like, laying on the oh, floor. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, I would like to see some stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Um, and I just think that, like, Deadpool and Peter are, like, two very sarcastic, hilarious characters. Especially Peter as Spider-Man. And... I, I, I love seeing that, like, sarcasm going at each other. Mm-hmm. The, and, the, and then they can constantly trade pop culture references. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And with, with fucking Nick Fury's return, mm-hmm. we could throw him in the mix <laughs> and see what happens there. Uh, that's awesome. Yes. Um, uh, yes, let's, let's, yes, uh, let's do that. That sounds amazing. Um, cool. So, um, if you have any, uh, Deadpool 3 pitches of your own, uh, please send us our way, um, uh, as well. Uh, yeah, Hell cool. yeah. Love to read yeah. it. Um, is there any last things about Deadpool 2 or just Deadpool in general? Deadpool was great. Mm-hmm. Go fucking see it if you didn't. Mm-hmm. Go see it again if you saw mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Uh, I think I guess the last thing I would like to mention. Um, I don't know. Uh, this is like a, a nice throwback to anime is weird with Marvel Discord Avengers. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> but um, there's a bunch of episodes where Deadpool shows up, and I feel like <laughs> we should revisit those episodes, especially because. Um, and I know you haven't watched it yet, but this one's for Stan and I. Um, uh, the voice, the voice of Deadpool is is Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and it's oh like it's like God. yes. So, uh, anime Deadpool is just just top quality. <laughs> so, I want it. Anime Deadpool is yes, weird, definitely. Um, other than that, um, Deadpool two Deadpool two is out in theaters, so go enjoy it. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and. Um, Andy, what what's your rating? Uh, how many how many Deadpool's? How many? What's our rating system? I'm, I'm gonna write I'm, I'm gonna write this on katanas. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna rate it five katanas out Excellent. of five. Uh, I'm gonna rate it uh, out of how many bags of cocaine? Because because <laughs> uh, uh, alluding back to the first film. <laughs> Uh, Deadpool sneaks back into his old apartment <laughs> and there's actually like a, a shit ton of cocaine next to the cure for blindness underneath the floorboards. <laughs> so I'm going to rate it a five out of five bags of cocaine. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great rating <laughs> system right there. I too will also change my rating to five out of five bags of cocaine. Yes. Oh. So this one's for all the chimichangas. Uh, that that was that was it. So enjoy Deadpool two, and uh, you can find this podcast on Sci- uh, ooh, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, any podcast player of your choice. Um, so if you use Acast or Overcast, um, if you have trouble finding it, you shouldn't. But um, you can also. F- directly copy paste our rss feed uh we will include that in the show notes and if you have any questions you can reach us in a variety of ways so andy how can our listeners uh find us you can find us on uh twitter at super nerd pals facebook.com slash group slash super nerd pals um our new website nerdpals.network. oh yeah and uh, you can also send us an email at pals at supernerdpals.com. Um, and if you um, miss the notes or, or if, you, if you're jumping in and miss some of our recent updates, uh, we are now a network. So we have a bunch of new shows under our belt. Um, so we have Chaos Cast, so Kingdom Hearts and other stuff. Hosted by our eternal friend of the show and now a official host on our network, uh, Zach Lyons hosts a podcast about 
Kingdom Hearts. And uh, there's already one episode up on our on our RSS feed, so you don't need to do anything else to uh, subscribe and listen to that. Uh, Ryan and, and I do a horror podcast that's super new. Uh, we only have a pilot and one episode out uh, about Mother's Day themed horror uh, movies. Uh, it's called Left 4 Dread. Uh, that's on a different feed. Uh, but if you look up Left 4 Dead, um, you can find us there. And if you want to find it an easier way, you can always go to supernerdpals.com or nerdpals.network. And uh, we have a nice little setup on top now. And it has tabs of each uh, podcast and where you can find them. And direct links to that place. Yep, so we have tons of content. Um, and we also referenced some of our older stuff, like Anime is Weird, where we reviewed Marvel Disc, War- Disc Wars Avengers, which is this really weird Avengers meets Pokemon kind of anime. I loved it, and uh, I should really revisit it, uh, especially because, like, you know, Black Panther shows up and Deadpool shows up. So, um, Anime is Weird is also on our RSS feed, so just scroll back, or you could also visit our SoundCloud page. Uh, all the Anime is Weird episodes in particular are pinned at the top of the page. Um, other than that, um, that's it. Uh, enjoy Deadpool 2 and thank you for listening to SMP 145 and we'll we'll see you soon thanks for listening peace <laughs>